Hello everyone, Mike Arendt here, the Soul Mechanic, and I'm welcoming you to another episode of Men on Fire, the 5-Minute Message. Hey, one more thing before we get going. Are you feeling stressed, anxious, or frustrated these days? If you are, and you'd like a little help, go to calendly.com forward slash soulmechanicbooking and book a 15-minute clarity call with me absolutely free. That's Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com forward slash soul mechanic hyphen booking. Also, if you're looking for an accomplished public speaker to speak in person or virtually at your next event or meeting, I can help you out there too. Okay, let's get on with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Men on Fire, the five-minute message here on Soul Mechanic Radio. On the last time we got together, we talked about the illusion that needs exist. So today we're going to expound on that a little bit, and we're going to talk about the illusion that failure exists. And we're we'll linked those together as we as we go along. So, the very fact that we have the ability to fail is an illusion. I mean, we cannot fail at anything. Sure, we may not accomplished exactly what we wanted to do, but that doesn't mean that we actually failed. We can never really fail, anyway. I mean, if you look at it. No matter what we do or how well we completed the task we wanted to complete at that time, we still learned something and we still got to improve. So we, you cannot fail. You can only learn and grow. And I believe that we have allowed ourselves to accept failure as something normal in our society and in our lives. And for two reasons. The first one, the first reason we have accepted failure, is once we allow ourselves or let ourselves feel it's okay to fail, it releases us from the burden or the pressure to succeed. It also allows us to point fingers at something or someone else. He's the reason I failed. I don't have the money, the looks, the body, or I have three kids. You don't understand. It's impossible to succeed with three kids. That's why I failed. Well, I call bullshit on that, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, what happened in my life, many times I was, you know, said I wanted to do something and people told me I couldn't do it. But really, that probably only revs me up. And, and I want to prove people wrong at that point. For example, I always wanted to be a creative writer. I, I just liked writing stories. And I wanted to, I was in the middle of my real estate career at the time, and I wanted to learn how to become a better writer. So I, I purchased a course. It wasn't online. It was a written course with books, and you had to have exercises that you completed and, and, um, and then got in touch with them and sent them in and that sort of thing. Kind of correspondish. And I really wanted to do it, but I, of course, I was busy in real estate, and 
I didn't get a chance to start it. So probably about six months later, uh, I said, you know what, I've got a little bit of time now. I want to do this course. And I, I may have told the story before, if some of you have been long listeners, but I couldn't find the course anymore. It was a, a big box of books and uh, workbooks and stuff. And I couldn't find it anywhere in the house. So I, I asked my wife at the time, you know, where is that course that I bought? I want to get that started. Oh, I threw it out, she said. <laughs> she did what? I threw it out. So, you know, I'm not going to go any more into that any more than that. But, um, you know, now I have two published books working on my third. And I proved to myself more than anything. I, I'm not really trying to prove her wrong or vilify her in any way whatsoever. If anything, it push, pushed me harder to accomplish what I wanted. So maybe I, that was a good thing. And I thank her for that. And also, you know, uh, when I, I had lots of doubters, even when I started real estate, including my wife at the time, which was the same one. And, you know, she just wanted me to have a job and get, have a pension so we could retire comfortably and all those sorts of things. And of course, when you're in real estate, you're in a sales job, commission only, and your future could be in doubt. And at the same time, uh, I also had two sons in university and, you know, mortgage payments, car payments, all those things. And she's like, you're crazy. You're, you're going to do this. You don't even know if you can make any money. Um, but of course, as it turned out, I did very, very well and, you know, made well into the six figures on an annual basis. Unfortunately, I started to grow in a direction that, uh, you know, she didn't want to come along and, and it didn't work out in the long term. Again, not to vilify her at all. It's probably all for the better because I probably wouldn't be behind this microphone right now talking to you if that didn't take place. So those are just a couple of stories that you what was perceived as failure at the time isn't. It's an illusion. And secondly, we have always been taught that God's will... And again, you can, sub, you can substitute any label you'd like to for that word God. I'm just saying it here because most people understand that. You know, we've always been taught that God's will must be done because she is all-powerful, ever-present, the supreme being, the creator. But unfortunately, we concocted a story that God could not always get her way. For example... Uh, God wants all her children to return to her in heaven. But her children themselves, by their very actions, could prevent this. So now, by adding doubt into the mix, we produced fear. We not only imagined a God with needs, which, as we discussed last time, is an illusion. We imagined a God who could fail to have her needs met. So how did we do that? Well, we used projection. And we projected ourselves onto God. We projected our own frailties and inadequacies upon our Creator. When really, they only existed in us as humans here in physical form. So how could we do this? Well, it didn't take long for the human mind to see that there was a contradiction here. How could God's creations thwart the Creator if the Creator and the creations are one? 
And how could the outcome of life be in doubt if the one producing the outcome and the one experiencing it were the same? So clearly, this should have declared the idea of failure to be false. But humans are a very hardy sort, and they just couldn't give up on this illusion of failure. So once again, we made a mistake. Instead of seeing that the illusion of failure wasn't actually an illusion, it created the next illusion because we had to fix it, right? We had to fix this illusion the best we knew how. So we created another illusion in order to do that. And that illusion is the illusion of disunity, which we will be talking about next time on Men of Fire, the five-minute message. And by the way, if you felt upset or were taken aback with me preferring to God as a she, this tells you you need to work on having more of an open mind. Just as an aside, and I'm just saying. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Men on Fire, the five-minute message, and I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Bye for now. Hey, do you think three words can change your life? Well, I know they can. Whether you want to leave a dead-end job or conquer addiction, heal a relationship, master your finances, or grow a business, the three words you need are, you're the one. That's right, you are definitely the one. How do I know? Because I'm the one too. And those three words have changed my life. It's the title of my new trilogy of books, and the first two are available right now at micaren.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment, give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions, and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.